My name is Jenny Icarus. When I was 15, I discovered that my father was once the vigilante known as Consequences. After many arguments, he agreed to train me to be more than just a vigilante. The city I've grown up in has gotten more and more corrupt. People in need are ignored in favor of profit and false charity. Too much is hidden in darkness. I will bring those hidden things to the light. Everyone deserves truth. Hey everybody, this is Eli. And I'm Jerry. And this is the first episode of Truth. And this is going to be a superhero game uh, with just Jerry and I about Jerry's superhero. Yes, my superhero is Truth, real name Jicky Icarus. And she's a 24-year-old engineer in her, in her other life. But when she's not engineering, she puts on a mask, and she's a hero known as Truth. If you listen to our other podcasts, you've heard us play Dungeons & Dragons and Savage Worlds. And what we're actually going to be playing is Fate Accelerated. Uh, I don't remember what Fate is an acronym for, but uh, it's made by Evil Hat Productions, and it's super fun. Yes, and this is my first time trying it out, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, the thing with Fate is that you use um, what are called fudge dice, and you hear the crackle, we're actually going to be using dice. <laughs> fudge dice are uh, six-sided dice. They have two blank sides, two plus signs, and two minus signs. And you have different things that like add to whatever you're rolling or detract from whatever you're rolling. We'll get into that as we play. But... Uh, every plus sign is a plus one, every minus sign is a, a minus one, and the blank sides are nothing. So it's actually, your your numbers are actually very low, uh, if I remember correctly. A two is like, yeah, you did okay. It's a fair, fair cop. And this game takes place in Varian. Uh, Varian is a city on the west coast of the United States. Uh, I have been calling it San Francisco with the serial numbers filed off. <laughs> so as someone who's never been to San Francisco, I'm sure it will be a very honest interpretation. I'm sure it's completely accurate. <laughs> in this world, superheroes do exist, but they've only really been out in the open for the past few years. And Truth is a very new superhero. And while she's a superhero, as far as she knows, she doesn't have any actual powers. This is just something she was inspired to do by her father, who wasn't a hero. He was a straight-up vigilante, and he did not want that for his daughter. But he knew he couldn't stop her, so he told her he'd train her, but he wanted her to be more than a vigilante. He wanted her to be a hero, someone who inspires, someone who can make a difference, not just put boots to faces. And we'll get even more into her backstory and familial relationship. Of course. And you know what? that this episode is brought to you by our actual for real sponsor oh my gosh <laughs> i know uh metallic dice gaming i have bought dice from them before even before they were sponsors uh they are my favorite set of dice their average set is about mm, 10 to 14 dollars but they are so pretty they are all so pretty and they've got bone dice and gemstone dice and like my dice are, are steel but they're plated and enameled so they look like the royal purple with like gold edges and numbers it's super cool 
and you can get 10% off the entire website by using the coupon code at checkout, play it forward, all one word. So you use that, you get 10% off and you support the podcast and you get some dope ass dice. They're really cool. Actually, Jerry, you've seen my fancy purple dice. I've seen your fancy dice, and he's not lying. They're super cool. I like how so much of this ad sounds sarcastic. But it's not. <laughs> it, sarcasm's just our natural mood. I know. Like, even me saying, oh, yeah, it's a for real sponsor. Everybody's going, no, that's not real. We don't need to Google that. Google it. Google it. It's like Eli's trying to get us one of those fake ads of his. <laughs> one year of fake ads. So let's uh, let's let's go ahead and start the show. Okay, Truth, you have been scoping out the a a particular heroin dealer. Um, well, a particular heroin structure. Uh, there is a lot of people involved. You are pretty certain that uh, uh, Mike Mitchell is the guy's name. Uh, Marcus Mitchell. I'm sorry, I misread my own notes. No problem. Still a M. Yes. He's in charge. And from what you've been able to gather, because you do have some contacts in the city, a shipment of heroin from Spain is supposed to be coming, which is weird. Considering where we are. Yeah. So you're not really certain why. Well, also, you know, a lot of yeah, a lot of the heroin just comes from, like, West Virginia. So for it to be coming in from Spain is weird. But... They're, they are there. You can see some of Mansfield's men, specifically a man named Eric Mansfield. He's a mid-level lieutenant. And you said he's there? Yeah. Whatever the sh- is in the shipping container has already been loaded off, which is another weird thing. Usually their heroin, uh, the, the heroin that you've intercepted has been uh, uh, small cars, you know, trunks and things like that. A, a whole shipping container is nuts. That's like millions of dollars of heroin but i i assume you're perched somewhere yes probably perched from a distance probably using some form of goggles or binoculars so she can keep a safe distance but also be able to get a close-up view of what they're doing without giving herself away immediately okay you can from your vantage point you're actually looking towards the opening of the shipping container and uh, Mansfield and about three other guys are there. They have a box truck that they have backed up to the shipping container. Which, again, weird. Because if it's enough heroin to put in a shipping container, you need way more than a box truck. Right. <laughs> but you also see a car pull up. And the from your vantage point... You can't see into the car. the The windows are tinted, and uh, but Mansfield does speak to whoever's there. You can see their lips. I don't know if lip reading is a thing that uh, she could do. I don't think so. But if you would count lip reading as solving a puzzle, she might be able to figure it out. Yeah, you know, I'll count it as solving a puzzle. So I mean, you can make a roll. How are you going to approach that? Because the fate accelerated system, instead of having like strength or dex or intelligence, has approaches. Approach the problem quickly or in a clever way or in a flashy way or something like yeah. that. I'm going to try to do the plus two as super intelligence and do clever as she's looking at the movements of his lips and okay. trying to figure out intelligent guessing what words he's forming. Okay. 
So like like go well he definitely didn't say banana. So probably this word, that kind of thing. Kind of thing, yeah. Okay. Like she might not get it one hundred percent accurate, but if she rolls high enough, she might get a good enough gist she can put together what he's conveying. Okay. Uh roll your dice. So uh, just because this is my first time doing it, I have so do I roll all four? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And then I Add the pluses yep. to whatever I have. You, you add the pluses and subtract the minuses. Okay. Yeah. So I got one. Uh, and then... Two pluses and one negative, mm-hmm. so that's one plus. Right. And oh, and for the people at home, I also got a neutral? Yep. Is that what that is? It's basically zero. Basically zero. So it so it doesn't factor in the equation. Yeah. Just wanted the people at home to know the gist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one on the die... Add it to the clever, that's four. Super intelligence, that's six. Okay. Yeah, you're not able to figure out exactly what it is, but you do get enough of it to know that Mansfield does not know what is in this shipping container. He thinks that he's with you. He thinks it's weird. And Mitchell is... You assume he's talking to Mitchell, because that's one of the only things that makes sense. But whoever it is, based on Mansfield's responses is telling them, you know, just fucking load up the truck. You don't have to care. Like, whatever's in the shipping container, put it on the truck. But you also get the impression that Mansfield is surprised to see whoever it is in the car. Like, it's unusual for them to be here. So what what are you doing right now? I guess, what is your next step? Well, it's obvious this is not a normal heroin shipment with people who usually don't show up showing up and... Man's feels kind of uneasy about it. Let me see what I have here. What type of truck do they have? Is it like a... I'm trying to think, what type of big of a ship containment is it if they're putting it on the it's, truck? It's like a, a moving truck. Okay. You know, like like a, a U-Haul size truck. Um, Did I see the truck come in? Yes. Okay, because I was I was going to try to um, chess mastery to see okay. if the truck's going to come back my way. Okay. Try to try and try and. If I can, if the truck can come to me, there's no point in me trying to get to it. Okay. Um, and what does chess mastery do? Exactly? So we, I guess we should talk about what power. Oh yeah. You have. I'm sorry. Chess mastery is plus two to predict actions. Okay. So basically, I'm going by. I'm going to go by how they came in, mm-hmm. and just look at because if this is an unusual shipment, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume they're going to try to get out as discreetly and as quickly as possible. Right. To avoid complications mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um i'm gonna try to predict if the path to me succeeds at that okay then and that's part of your super intelligence a chess mastery is a different skill no but it, it, it's an enhancement on your super intelligence right or is it part of your uh gadgeteering it's a power it's just a straight up power that's not right no it's part of your super intelligence oh is it okay okay i see it's just that I, they're indifferent. Yeah, so for everyone listening, I created a character sheet for us to use, so it's not ideal. <laughs> but but I see what you're saying. When it's spaced out, it's part of your... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. the, the way the fate superpower stuff works is that two powers is a lot. Uh, so you don't generally need more than that, so that sheet is only designed for three powers. But yeah, so chess mastery is part of your super intelligence. So uh, Jenny Icarus is a super genius. And your other power is that you are a gadgeteer. Gadgeteering. Yeah. And with gadgeteering, she has useful device. She can spend fate points to have that device on her. 
I forgot what this is. It's not a power. It's um hindrance. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we we can get into that. Okay, later. understood. Your uh, your drawbacks and such. Correct. Okay. So, how do you want to approach this prediction? This would be clever again. Yeah, because that makes she's sense trying to, to figure out a pattern. It's so fun to roll an actual dice, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, we we the Prime podcast is entirely online. So three minus and one plus. So she only got a three total. Okay, you're pretty sure they will. Like they came in that way. There's no reason they wouldn't go out that way. All right. Like just. As, as a general thing, that makes the most sense to you. Like, right. Why would you... You're, as far as you know, the cops don't know about this. So right. it's not like they have to worry about that. Well, I agree with that. You know, sometimes people do have their routes figured out. Yeah. So they open up container, and you see Mansfield turn back to say something. And you can't hear anything, really. Not, not anything specific. And Mansfield shrugs and he goes into the container and he comes out with a uh, human. That's not heroin. <laughs> no. No, it is not. Um, Adult? Child? This particular person is maybe 16. Okay. And you see about you... Are, are you going to wait and see like how many people are in there or what is your plan upon seeing him pull a person out of his container. Well, it changes my plan to wreck the truck because now we have a, we now have an innocent involved. Okay. But how, how many people not including the human trafficking is actually on the premises right now at that least, I can see at least two people in the car because there's a driver and there's someone in the back seat. You can see Mansfield and you can see three other people. Okay. I mean, you can take a look around if you want, but how much time you want to spend on scoping the area out will kind of determine what approach you're going to use. Well, what I would do for now um, is see if if it's just one person or if the container holds other people. If they start just moving this one person out, I'll have to act. You see them get a total of 14 people. Uh, men and women, your best guess is between 16 and 22. I'll just give that one to you because you're a super genius. Fair enough. They got quite a load of cargo to put in the truck. Yes. Okay, um, I'm just decide. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get in closer because what I think I'm going to do is I don't know how I myself is going to get 14 people out of there. But if I disable the truck, they can't drive away with 14 people. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to get in close and... Maybe spend a fate point to say I have a gadget that will slice the tires of the truck. Okay. Spend a fate point and you have a... Now, how do you want this device to work? You know, like, do you, is it a EMP kind of thing? Does it just temporarily kill the battery? What? How does that How does it work? Um, I'm thinking it's going to be kind of like a Batman Batarang. Okay. She's going to throw it and it's going to slice through two of the tires. Okay. Because you can't really drive if you're missing two tires. I don't think you need to spend a fate point for that. Okay. I think that would just be a careful approach with a throwing knife kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... Makes I sense. I don't think that's necessary. For All that. right. Well, I was I was thinking a batarang. That's why I was at first thinking that. What is a batarang but a fancy throwing knife? True. What is a batarang but a miserable pile of lies? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, make a, a careful roll. Well, this will be interesting because I have zero careful. 
Negative three. You um the the truck's coming by and you completely miss the tires. You hit the door, mm. uh, so the the truck does stop because mm. because the window rolls down. And the guy like looks mm. outside the window to see what's going on and shrugs his shoulders and rolls the window back up and starts going again. They're still coming my way though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they come under me, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to roll sneaky and land on the truck quietly. All right. Zero. You land on it. You don't fail to do that. Well, that's the good news. But the vehicle does stop. Okay. There are two guys in the cab and two guys in the box. You know that one of the guys in the cab is Mansfield, but the two guys in the cab get out and start moving around to see if they can get a vantage on the roof. Okay. Uh, what do you do? Um, the two guys, are they on opposite sides of the truck? Yeah. I'm going to try to use quick to go from the truck and I'm going to try to land on land on one of them feet first. Okay. But I'm going to try to do it before they realize... I'm reason I'm using quick is I'm trying to do it before they realize I'm there and what's happening. Okay. And then if I successfully take them down, I'm then going to try to use... Maybe do another quick roll to roll under the truck. We'll consider it all the same roll. Okay. I see no reason to turn this into an initiative roll. Right. Because this is awesome. But quit normally, if this were an initiative, you would roll quick. And that determines who goes first. Understood. But we'll really only get into that if you fail at what you're doing. Understood. But basically, I'm trying to hit and run at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it. Quick makes sense. Let's see if the dice like me. Two. That is a fair result. I was totally unaware of what was going on. I'll just, I'll just say you take him out, because he was not prepared for that at all. You said you wanted to hit him and then, like, roll under the truck? Roll under the truck. Okay, so yeah, you do that. Obviously, the guy on the other side is aware, and he starts to run around, because mm-hmm. he's not thinking to look under the truck. So what do you do? Roll on the side that he had run from. Mm-hmm. Just for clarification, you said there was two people in the front and two people... In the box. And the two people in the box are the ones that came out. No, the two people in the cab. People in the cab, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the driver and passenger in the cab. Oh, in that case, I'm going to try to get in the truck. All right. What, what is the, the idea? D- describe to me what you do. Okay, well... First, she waits for him to run on the other side. Mm-hmm. Then she's going to roll out, use quick to get to the cab before he fully figures out, and then he's going to try to get in the truck and start it. Okay. Make a quick roll. Two. Yeah. Yeah, you managed to get into the cab. You start the car, mm-hmm. and he sees you, and he actually does... Well, let's find out. He's got to use quick. He's not good at that. Well, he got a minus two. He was trying to, like, run and grab the door uh, before you could speed away, and he just completely fails. So, where do you go? You have successfully taken this box truck. I'm going to drive for a little bit. I'm aware of my surroundings. That's one of my stunts. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to find, like, I don't know a place to stash a truck. But maybe I can think of a place that's not usually busy Okay. at this point in time. Right. At the very least, I want to talk to the people in the truck, figure out what... Punch the two remaining And dudes. punch the two remaining people, but that would okay. all be isolated. All right. We'll, we'll have that stunt work as once per scene, you just know something about your surroundings. Yes. So what you know is that there is a grocery store that closes at nine just a couple blocks away, and you can actually pull up behind the building. Because it's like 
one in the morning right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a good five hours before anybody shows up. Perfect. So when you pull in, what do you assume? What, like, what is your plan about opening the back of this truck? Being that I'm super intelligent, would it be fair to say that I can put two and two together, that the other two people know something's amiss? I, I think that's fair. I'm going to open the truck, but I'm not going to stand in front of the truck. Basically, I'm going to unlock it, and then I'm going to try to use Quick to get on top of the truck and see if they come out first. Okay, I like that. Okay. Uh, make your roll. Okay. Three. All right. I think that's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, no. So the second you unlock it, mm-hmm. you, you unlatch it, the thing starts to pull up, and you have already put your foot on the bumper and, like, jumped, grabbed the top, and flipped yourself <laughs> over onto the roof. So you didn't do it quietly, but you did get up there before they noticed. Okay, so they've opened the door and they're out. I'm going to try to grab the door and swing it back into them. Well, so the door is one of those sliding. Oh, it might. Yeah, like a garage door. Okay. Um, but they know you're there, mm-hmm. so we're going to roll initiative. Okay, so I roll quick for initiative. Yep. Three. You will go first. Okay. So there's two of them. Well, yeah, you see one guy get out right now. Okay, one's already out. And you know that there's two in there, as okay. well as 14 people. Okay, well, if I know there's still one in there, I'm going to close the thing back to buy me some more time to just deal with this guy. So, like, um, as you come down off the roof, just slide the door closed again? Yeah, basically, I jump off the truck, and as I'm coming down, I slide it with one movement. Okay, go for it. No, I'm not going to... What is your base quick? Two. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for that. You just do that. Okay. And I don't think that takes much time. So what is the next step of your plan? How... Is he armed with a gun, or... Yes, he does okay. have a gun in his hand. Okay, I am. I'm gonna try to use a kick mm-hmm. to hit him in the arms to mm-hmm. make him drop the gun. Okay, so would that be forceful? Um, I would use forceful to yeah. try to force the gun out of the yeah, situation. Yeah, because this is actually more of a an opposed thing. Right. Two. Well, he got a. Well, he also got a two. So. You fail to knock the gun out of his hand. Understood. Just kind of negate each other. Uh, actually, it is a tie. You didn't succeed in knocking the gun out of his hand, but uh, you did impose a an aspect on him that I'm going to say is off balance. Uh, so on his turn, you can invoke that for free to give him a minus one to whatever he's trying to do. Understood. Uh, and now, here's the super cool thing about fate. You choose who goes next. You know there's a guy in the truck, and you know there's a guy in front of you. Who goes next? Oh, we'll have the guy in the truck go next. Okay. Uh, The guy in the truck slides the door open, sees you, and attempts to actually tackle you. Uh, So you're going to do... He is trying to... uh, He's going to use force. Forceful. How are you going to avoid getting tackled? I'm going to use flashy and cartwheel out of the way. Ah, dope. All right. Let's roll. Actually, I probably won't. <laughs> Negative one. Uh, yeah. They they succeed. I think that's just all regular. Um, oh, my they, dad's going to lecture me. They got a two, which means... Oh, boy. They actually do three shifts of damage. Okay. 
what you can do is, for instance, so because in Fate you only have three stress boxes. Correct. So if you take all three, you're incapacitated. Yep. So you, you can't do much more than, like, try to escape. Yep. But you could choose to take a mild consequence, which absorbs two stress boxes of damage, and just take one stress box. Well, that's, that's what we'll do then. Okay. Let's say bruised rib. Okay. Uh, the, way he, the way you land, uh, your elbow goes right into your own ribs. All right. So that is something that they will invoke on their own turn. He will have the guy that you put off balance try and shoot you. All right, and that's when I can invoke to mm-hmm. make him off balance? Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. He tried to take careful aim, so he got a two. Uh, how are you going to avoid? Him? So the guy's tackling me. Yeah. Is he holding on to me? He's not really grappling you, but you're both kind of on the ground. Okay. Can I use Clever to position ourselves so he gets shot instead? I think that's more of a opposed forceful. Then that's what we'll do. Well, two. he got a minus two. Two. <laughs> yeah, that is an overwhelming success. Uh, so, yeah, he, he shoots his buddy in the shoulder because you roll him on top of you to avoid getting hurt. But it is now the third person that you didn't know was in the truck. Okay. This person comes out, but you get a look at their eyes. And they're this unnatural green. This, like... The kind of green that makes you think sickness. They see you, and they hop down, and their plan is to pick you up and slam you into the truck. So they're going to use force, and it is up to you on how you are going to try and avoid that. Well, I see their eyes, and Mm -hmm. as they're trying to lift me, I take two fingers and jam them right in his eyes. Let's see, I guess that would be quick, because you're trying to do that fast enough. Trying to do that fast. Yeah. Just trying to do anything that distracts him, panics him, you know, catches him off guard. Okay. Zero. You got a three. Okay. So you try to do that and you're just not quite fast enough. All right. Um, and he actually does three shifts of damage as he... And he's not a big guy, but he, with almost no effort, just picks you up and slams you into the side of this truck. Now, if I understand correctly, I can spend a fate point and just say that doesn't happen? Before the result, okay. you could spend a fate point to re-roll. Okay, I understand. I misunderstood. Think, yeah, I don't think you have any stunts or gadgets that will help here. Well, you could still... Uh, because he does say you go next. So, well, let's resolve your damage. Okay, so it was three. So you're either incapacitated, which really only means that you just can't fight anymore. Right. So you're in, in that case, your options would be to just try and run away. Which or is, you can take a moderate consequence. We're going to have to take a moderate. She's not going to try to run. Okay. Uh, and because that absorbs three stress boxes, you're fine. Right. So the mild consequence is healed at the end of this scene. When, right. When we change scenes, that goes away. Right. But your uh, moderate consequence doesn't clear until we're done with this session. Understood. We'll say concussion. Okay. And whatever it is you're trying to do, 
Uh, it is your turn, but the person will invoke your concussion to give you a minus two to whatever you're trying to do. All right. I'm going to spend a fake point to have a useful device on me. Okay. And that useful device, if you will allow it, is a stun grenade. Okay. How will this stun grenade work? Like, is it, like, you know, five-foot radius kind of deal? Like, real short range? It's real short range. She's going to try to lob it, because she's she's lying down. Mm-hmm. So she's going to try to lob it. She's going to try to lob it, but to hit the ground, to hit mm-hmm. all three. Okay. But if she actually hits one of them head-on, she's not going to complain. Yeah. But and we'll say it imposes the dazed aspect on all of them. Okay. Which would just basically mean for the they just don't get their turns. They're they're stunned for a round. You'll get an extra action. Okay. But what would be the opposed role? I'm just making a suggestion. I'll please you answer. She's trying to do this before they inflict any more damage on her, so I'm going with quick. Well, obviously you're you're gonna roll quick to see if you get all of them. Right. Uh, but it's more a question of what are they going to roll opposed to what you Oh, have. I'm sorry. Because, I mean, I'm they sorry. can see the thing. Misunderstood. Um, you know what? I will say quick. They're, they're trying to move away from whatever it is you've just lobbed into the middle Right. Of so the... I mean, they're a super of some kind. Right. Uh, they fail. They are definitely stunned. Right. And one of the goons is stunned. The other one actually manages to dive away okay uh, before it hits so i guess he goes next yes okay he's gonna try and shoot you okay he's just using quick because he's, he's being quick about it what would i i think at this point you'd have to just roll quick to yes. get out of the way that's what i was gonna say <laughs> two two okay he only does one stress to you okay like it doesn't hit you but you do slam back up against the uh, truck right uh, because you are very hurt yep. right now but it is your turn okay 14 16 people in the truck 14 you think uh, actually no you know the the because you could see into the truck while you were fighting right there. she's gonna first she's gonna she's gonna be honest with the 14 going i don't know how much longer i can hold these three off mm-hmm. if you think you can make a run for it i suggest you do but i am gonna keep fighting them are you trying to convince them to run? Yes. Okay. That's the way you phrase that. That sounds like a forceful. So uh, roll. Neutral zero. Yeah. Um, they're just not. <laughs> yeah, they're. Uh, we'll say three of them. Go ahead, bolt. Well, at least it's three. Mm-hmm. Three is better than none. Uh, who goes next? You've got the super and two goons. Let's say the goon that just got over stun. He will pull out his gun and try and shoot you. So we'll just do an opposed quick. Okay. Uh, he only got a one. Actually, will you uh, will you allow for them defending themselves against the gun? Remember they had gog. Remember they had goggles. Mm-hmm. Can I have my character throw the goggles and try to hit the gun and just throw it off balance? Yes, because it sounds dope as shit. Okay. That would be clever. Okay. Actually, no, it would still be quick because you have to do it before he fires. All right. There we go. Three. 
Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, he goes to fire, and you throw your goggles, your your binocular goggles, and they hit his hand, and he just fires wildly into the air. Okay. Yeah, that's dope as shit. Yes. <laughs> and he chooses the super. Okay. Uh, and the super speaks for the first time. And he says, I will get them. Kill whatever this is. And you see him fucking move. You know, these people have like a 20-yard head start, and he's already starting to catch up with them. But he chooses the other goon who will try and shoot you. Because guns. Yeah. That would be another quick to dodge. And that would be a two. Alright, that is a a tie. So, um, he, he shoots, and really all that happens is you're off balance. Right. You know, because you, you manage to dive down for the ground, but between your, your cracked rib, or your bruised rib, and your concussion, you're not having a good time. Right. Uh, but it is your turn. Okay. Okay, um, the, the two goons that are there, are they spaced apart from each other? Um, yeah, like uh, 10, 15 feet, something like that. Okay, this, it's gonna grimace and hurt, but I'm gonna jump off the truck and land between them. My plan is, when I make one of them take their turns, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try for them as a react. To try to just instant relax and try to shoot me, and I'm gonna duck and they're gonna hopefully hit each other. Okay, that is definitely flair. Yeah. Flashy. <laughs> uh, flashy. Yes. So I'll roll flashy. Yeah. I forgot that I renamed a lot of these. It's all good. For, for our listeners, I, uh, I I have been planning this game for like eight months. Well, that's a three flashy. Yeah. No, that that's a, a success. That's a good success. So we're going to... You've basically given yourself an advantage. So you're going to have a plus one to your roll. And if they fail to hit you they will instead have hit the other one. Right. So which one, I guess it doesn't matter which one goes next. Just which, was it the one that I'm staring right at? Okay. Yeah, they reflexively fire at you. Right. So I'll get a plus one to quick to just mm-hmm. drop one down. Two. You tied. Okay. So it, the bullet does graze you. You know, so I mean you're just, we'll call it a, a one-time invoke of wounded arm. Okay. But he does not hit the guy behind you. Darn. Okay. Um, the guy behind you, however, because you're that close, will run up and try and hit your arm. So he'll do one extra stress if he hits. Okay. Um, Which basically has a, like a plus one to hit. Right. So he's going to try to hit my arm. I'm going to try to contort my body uh-huh. and tangle my legs into his leg he's trying to kick me with. Or he, he's swinging his arm. Oh, he's swinging his arm. Yeah. Sorry. I thought he's, yeah, he's I miss, trying to hit I miss me with the butt of the... He's not a kung fu guy. Okay, well, I'm trying to ex- I'm trying to best explain what I'm getting ready to do. I'm going to try to intercede him punching mm-hmm. down and try to put him in like some jujitsu arm lock. Okay. And then on my turn, I'm going to try to break his arm. Okay. All right. Uh, that would be that's definitely quick. Yeah. That's a four. Well, he got a zero, so you 100% get him in this arm lock, and it is 100% your turn. I am going to try to use my knowledge of the human body to contort his arm to the breaking point. Okay. He can't really roll against that, so we'll just say clever. 
Okay. Well, no, it's definitely forceful. I was trying to I was trying to make it clever yeah. because that's my better role. I'm, I'm leaning in that direction, but the more I think about it, it's like, nah, that's still forceful. You can't blame me for trying. Oh no, that's the whole game. Uh, excuse me, math. Negative two. Oh yeah, no, you you don't succeed. But uh, do I still hold on to him? Oh yeah, you still got to hold him. Okay. Person shooting. Okay. Because I'm well, the person standing. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you're both. All, all three of you are standing. Right. But the person I don't have a hold on to. Yeah, yeah the one you're not grappling. Yeah, yeah he's going to put his gun away because he doesn't want to shoot his buddy. And he's going to try and just punch you. All right. Um, and he's going to use force because he's trying to hit you real hard. Yep. Well, I'm going to try to use force to pull his buddy down into the punch. Zero. Yeah, he got a two. Yep. So that would be two stresses. I think you might just have to take that. Yeah, I'm just going to have to take it. Yeah. So she's out. Yeah, you're not unconscious. Right. But yeah, he... he They basically start wailing on you. Right. Because uh, he, he manages to get a real good hit right into your ribs. Mm-hmm. And you lose your grip just long enough for the guy to pull his arm away. And then he hits you in your kidneys. And when you get down on the ground, they just start kicking you. Right. But before any further can happen, the uh, super comes back. And he he grabs you and just throws you. Just one arm tosses you a good 10, 15 feet. You can faintly hear him say, Get them back into the vehicle. We have a schedule to keep. Now. Uh, and then the truck drives off. We are out of combat, and uh, what, what do you do? Well, out of character, I'm disappointed in my debut. I mean, honestly, very cool. Yeah, but... She stands up, you know, the hero in her wants to follow, but she takes two steps and her whole body says no. And she remembers her father saying, your body will not lie to you. Okay. So she, she's not, she can't realistically pursue. All right. But she's in a bad mood about herself. Yeah, you're, you're, most of your body is a bruise. Right. Now, uh, not to mention your concussion. Right. I, I assume you just head home. Her crime fighting's done for the night. Also, you have work in like four hours. Yeah. But we're actually gonna end this very first episode here. Okay. You wanna plug some plug rules? Yes, I have a Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer. Be warned, it's lots of pro wrestling, which if you follow our main podcast, you already know that. I also post about gardening, cute animals. I love cats, pigs, cows, rats, raccoons. And then I'm on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. And it's costumes, gardening, cooking, cute animals. You'll enjoy it. And I've been your uh, GM, your storyteller, your lover, Eli Royal. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-L, Artisan Props. Uh, I build all kinds of props, all kinds of stuff. They're all dope as shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. And, uh, bye. This episode has been brought to you by the We Play RPGs podcast network. You can support us by rating, reviewing, and recommending us. 
You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com and on all social media at WePlayRPGs. You can buy merch at TeePublic.com and searching WePlayRPGs. Stay safe!